0: money fm 89.3 best of drive time in the spotlight on money fm 89.3 Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is Drive Time. I'm Elliot Dacker. It's time now for In the Spotlight. And today we're talking about the ever-evolving world of consumer behavior. Understanding the preferences and priorities of Gen Z consumers is important for businesses seeking to thrive in the region. So Gen Z, we're talking about those born between the mid-1990s to the early 2010s. Gen Zs are going to make up a quarter of APEX population by 2025 and represent a powerful demographic with unique behaviors, priorities that set them apart from previous generations. So how will the up and rising Gen Z cohort reshape the retail landscape? And more importantly, how can businesses keep up and adapt to the Gen Z game in APEC? Well, on the line with me is Alison Ho, an analyst at Insight WGSN. Uh, Alison, good afternoon. How are you?
1: Hi, good afternoon. I'm doing well. Thank you for inviting me. Really happy to be here
0: today. Well, thanks a lot for taking the time uh to speak with me. I understand you're in the UK right now. WGSN, a trend forecasting company of parent organization Essential. Uh let's talk a little bit about how Gen Z is reshaping the retail landscape. What are what are some of their habits? You thought the millennials were a problem. We've got a new one, huh?
1: <laughs> yep, that's right. So, Gen Z's in APAC, you know, growing up in a very unique time amidst an explosion of Asian pop culture from the global takeover of K pop groups like Blackpink and BTS, you know, to the explosion of Asian representation in global TV and cinema. And I think this is really driving an emerging sense of hyper local cultural confidence and a newfound appreciation for local tradition. And what this means is that old traditions are becoming cool again. Um, especially as an emerging creative diaspora is gaining mainstream appeal, And for brands, from a communication and retail perspective, it will really be important to take locally inspired creative risks to resonate with Gen Z consumers. So an example I really like to bring up is um, in Vietnam, our local streetwear retailer, Paradise Saigon, has been running street stands for pop-up stores to integrate Vietnamese street brand heritage with the brent state, and urban-inspired aesthetics. I hope that answers the question.
0: Yeah, actually, as you were describing it, I, I get this um, picture in my head that this is a generation that, you know, we've had other generations that have been discovering themselves, but this is a generation that's mm-hmm. going back to basics and, and wants to be very sure about that identity. Therefore, in APEC, would I be correct to say that businesses here... Can't think too global. They have to to start root from from where they're from. In that sense,
1: exactly. That's exactly what it means. And so, for example, I I don't know if you remember seeing this, but closer to home in Singapore, Gardens by the Bay recently went viral with this Good Morning campaign, mm. where it was really inspired by kind of boomerass kind of Good Morning WhatsApp messages. You know, really bright coloured uh, pictures images of um, florals or nature, and then kind of accompanied by just kind of short, well, so those have been really popular among Gen Z youth in APEC, especially because they're like, I mean, it used to be considered a little bit, you know, they would write it off as something boomer, but now it's like, let's come into this, um, embrace our identity, embrace our culture. And so I think you're right in saying that that's exactly what it means for brands um, mm. when they're trying to find success with APEC use.
0: Um, Alison, beyond that, would it be fair to say that Gen Z is an influential generation? What are your thoughts on this, especially with the whole uh, social media that they're being born into in that sense?
1: Right. So I think one thing to know about Gen Z is that they are literally the most hyper-connected generation the world has ever seen. I mean, they've grown up in massive technological acceleration, especially with the widespread adoption of high-speed internet and mobile devices. And for them, as lines between the digital and physical world continue to blur, they're kind of using their voices and becoming more vocal as a way to discover their most authentic selves. So they are not afraid to use their voices to express how they think and how they feel because that, to them, is a way that they are expressing their identity. And I think for brands, what that means is that if you want to connect with this movement towards self-expression, it will be so essential for you to find your own distinctive voice as well. You know, over 70% of Gen Ds in Indonesia and the Philippines agree that brands should have a stance on current social issues. Mm -hmm. So, exactly right. You know, they really want to be heard, but also for brands to hear how they feel and how they think.
0: Wow, uh, Alison, as you described that So I'm, I'm an older millennial slash uh, Gen X I'm kind of on that border And as you were describing how they want to be heard I'm going, yeah <laughs> Well, I've heard a lot of comments <laughs> about that But let's be fair They are going to take over the, the majority of the population We can't deny that we have to change our style What would you guys at uh, WGSN advise uh, uh, brands and businesses in terms of you know, trying to market to Gen Z Trying to to ride on these trends, trying to win them over. What would your advice be?
1: I think for Gen Z and APEC in particular, it will be really important for brands to establish their purpose. So, young APAC consumers are looking for brands to provide them with solutions and leadership for social, economic, and environmental challenges. Today, you know, almost half of Gen Z in Southeast Asia will make an effort to research a brand's values before they make a purchase. And for brands to succeed, they really need to hone into their core values and use brand purpose as a way to forge deeper connections with Gen Z consumers. So that is what I'll recommend.
0: Hmm. I'll try to phrase it the best as I can. A business comes to you and say, yeah, but I I live in a world where I've got to find that balance between uh, marketing to the Gen X, to the millennials, maybe even the boomers. How do I find this balance as a business owner?
1: All right. So I think as a business owner, you really have to drill into your key segments and key cohorts. So what I'm saying would you know, really work with Gen Z consumers, but they might not fly so well with boomer consumers who might feel, I don't need a brand to tell me how to feel or think on political issues. And I think as a brand to really succeed, it would be to kind of hone down into who your key segments are and then finding the key strategies that would succeed for them and then utilizing them. So Mm -hmm. at WGSN, we write um, generational reports. So I cover the Gen Z cohort, but we also have an amazing team who write content for Boomer, for Gen Xers, and it's really about understanding your consumer and then finding the right strategy to target them.
0: Mm, Totally with you on that, really is uh, about knowing your audience uh, as the old saying goes. But Alison, with what we talked about especially how we want to approach gen z how we talked about region and the roots and all that is it then harder for global companies say for example a a global brand like nike uh, to appeal to the different gen z's in different parts of the world is it tougher for them more challenging
1: yeah, I definitely think it's a new challenge. I think with every generation, every type of consumer, there's going to be new challenges. And that's why at WGSN retail brands, to target Gen Z in Asia and Southeast Asia, you have to be hyper aware of regional differences. So you need to tailor strategies to meet the cultural nuances that exist within the APEC markets. And I think... Some brands that have done this really well is Lazada. Mm. So um, for its campaigns, it actually produces six variations that is tailor-made to each Southeast Asian country. Mm. Mm. So that's something that brands will start to have to lean into towards.
0: Yeah, I do appreciate how you brought up that it's important to be aware of the cultural differences. That's so important in this day and age, and we're talking about a generation that's very aware of it. I've been speaking with Alison Ho, Analyst uh, Insight at WGSN. Alison, I appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great day ahead. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.